Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. All right, so Joe Biden, you know who that is? He came out today at the White House. Uh, one funny thing, they were announcing that they're on track to cut the federal deficit, but apparently that's only true because his spending bills didn't make it through Congress <laughs> anymore. Okay, is there anything phonier than that? They've actually been saying, we're cutting the deficit by a trillion and a half. He had a $5 trillion spending bill that got squashed. <laughs> So now what, he's Mr. Deficit Cutter because he couldn't uh, get the votes for his uh, big, bloated, build-back-better nonsense? you have to spin the story, that's what you do. Oh, what a phony. What a complete fraud. I can't uh, take it anymore. Of course, reporters didn't care about that. That's usually how it goes with these things. They just badgered him with questions about the Supreme Court opinion draft leak. Well, what's he going to do? Justice Alito. He, what, is, oh, it's just because he's the president. I'm assigned to him. What, Tell us what you're going to do. There's nine people who can do something about that. He's not one of them. Well, they can pass in Congress, but that won't happen. Well, an no, amendment. No, they can't. I mean, they can, but they can't. They don't have the votes. They don't have the votes, and they're never going to have the votes. So it's, in, it's, it's just pointless. Instead, he went off on a bit of a rant, which includes a funny... Uh, we'll begin with uh, cut number three now. What he's talking about here is the Trump people, known as the MAGA people, which stood for Make America Great Again. MAGA, we all know that. Here's how it came out. 
the mega Republicans, the MAGA Republicans. I don't want to mispronounce it, the MAGA Republicans. Yes, he did refer to them first as the mega Republicans. I don't think Joe keeps up with the news or the phrases or the... Only today he's decided he shouldn't mispronounce things? Uh, he did. Like, he corrected himself. He caught no, himself. But I mean, this nobody is, just keeps going. That's what I'm saying. Why? Why was today the first day he decided to correct himself? I you don't, don't want to mispronounce know. it. The mega Republicans. Well, maybe there is a group that John is known as the mega Republicans, the mega, and they would be offended. Those are very large Republicans. Because the next They're, part of the clip we're going to play is bombastic about the mega people. Listen to this. Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. In recent American history. <laughs> the most extreme political organization in American history. Hmm. Well, first of all, that's uh, he was going to be the great unifier, right? Well, there is no MAGA organization. What is he talking about? I don't know. There is no political organization by that name or by any other name. What is he? Is he talking about the Trump campaign? The Republican I Party? Know. I mean, what, 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 what's he, what, what is this? What's the point of him saying this? Extreme in what way? I he just says no nonsense. He's like a just a blithering fool. We take you back in time now, though. In 1982, 10 years he'd already been a U.S. senator. It's almost hard to believe when you see this in print. Delaware Senator Joe Biden signed a proposed amendment by U.S. Senator Orrin Hatch, Republican of Utah, who just died, by the way, that sought to reverse Roe v. Wade. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the, uh, it was called the Human Life Federalism Amendment. And it said a right to abortion is not secured by this Constitution. The Congress and several states have the concurrent power to restrict and prohibit abortions. How about that? Yeah. And uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee... Voted 10 to 7 in favor of the resolution. Biden was then a member. And a New York Times article from 1982 cited Biden as saying the choice was difficult. And as a Roman Catholic, he wasn't sure he had the right to impose his view on the country. But he voted in favor of the amendment. See? the You know, he's been dogged by this issue for years. For people who don't know, because... You shouldn't really pay attention to this. He is a Catholic. And I, I think back then, I don't know how to put it, but because he's a politician, you know, finger in the air, uh, he was probably pressured that perhaps you should do something about Roe v. Wade and abortion. Well, I, now it, it doesn't sing that kind of tune. He's outraged by the Roe v. Wade reversal that may be coming. And remember, there was a story a couple of years ago that uh, he couldn't get communion. He was excommunicated. Yes. Because his position on abortion in the Catholic Church. Is... Yeah. But, you know, in 1982, he was happy to tell everybody what to do. Yeah. Now he's just switched sides. He's, you know, telling the other half of the country what to do. Yeah. You, know, now, you, you wonder if he really even cares. Do you think he really cares? Think a guy pushing 80 years old actually cares about abortions? Uh, do I think he cares? Do you think he cares? Do you think he worries about this issue? Do you think most people think about this issue very much? Just no, questions I, don't I have. So. But, you know, it's some organizations, it's, that's all some they or, talk about. Well, be, well, because it's a lot of money. For example, if there was a, a definitive, let's say a definitive, absolute Supreme Court of the universe came down tomorrow 
and said abortion will be legal forever. There's nothing anybody can ever do about it in any way. You know how upset all, pro, all the pro-abortion people would be? They'd be out of business. <laughs> They'd lose all their six-figure jobs. They don't want that to happen. It's great that the thing has been in kind of in a, a limbo for 50 years, the people constantly fighting. You know how much money they've made? You know how much money they've raised? They devoted their whole life to this industry. Meanwhile, you may be curious to know that the nation's abortion rate has really dropped significantly. It peaked in 1980 at 29.3 procedures per 1,000 women. Uh, but it has steadily declined. In 2019, it fell to a historic low of 11.4. And in 1973, it was at about 13 and a half per 1,000 women. Wow. So it went up in the 70s, peaked in 1980, and has been coming down ever since. Well, you got the morning after pill now. Yeah, I think there's probably better, easier choices. And, but, well, yeah, I mean. And I think also due to AIDS and other STDs, people have probably taken more condom usage seriously and stuff like that it's just about about pregnancy it's really hard to put on a condom isn't it well actually it is kind of but i i mean it's 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 a simple prescription here all right put on the condom don't have sex with a guy unless he's got a condom on or you know take the birth control pills those work you know 98 percent of the time they have devices they have uh, the morning after pill but, but yeah, I, mean, honestly, I think what? that's what happened because I can't imagine, you know, people got a moral soul and said, oh, I'm just not going to abort. I'm going to have this child. That probably didn't and happen. It's may- probably just more about the choices and uh, people just deciding that uh, we got to do this. And, and you may think, well, it's, it's teenage girls and, you know, it's really hard. for No, uh, they found that 56 percent of abortions were women in their 20s. Uh, but more than 85 percent were, were, were unmarried. The teen abortion rate has dropped sharply. Uh, the teen abortion rate uh, declined uh, almost by half in six years. Yeah, it was a real scourge back in years ago with teenage pregnancy that I don't really read much about it anymore. Though, so I guess they're probably using birth control of some kind more than they did. Yeah, well, it says most most women who receive abortions are also poor. So it seems like you do the uh, you do the military condom drop over all the uh, poor communities. That doesn't mean they'll use the condom because you drop it on their well, head. Yeah, but but it, it solves the problem. I mean, wouldn't you? I, I'm sure they re- would rather go th- through it's the not, condom routine. It doesn't feel as good as the real thing. You're putting in a barrier. Come on, you. <laughs> it does, how long does that good feeling last compared I, to having to deal with, with an abortion? But you know people think, especially in their teens and 20s, they don't care about the, yeah. the big picture. Well, it's not it's, that complicated. What, what is best in the moment. It should not be an issue. Revenge of the Laptop Repairman. When we come back, and he has quite the collection of berets. (laughs) The Delaware Computer Repairman that got a hold of Hunter Biden's laptop. And nobody but the New York Post and Fox News wanted to believe him that it was Hunter Biden's laptop is suing. We'll talk about it next. John and Ken show. The uh, LAPD released uh, photos of this uh, fake handgun that the guy that attacked Dave Chappelle yeah. had when he uh, jumped on stage last night and tackled the comedian at the Hollywood Bowl. It looks pretty real. It, what it has is the, the little the knife, and it's a, it's a strong-looking knife. just pops out of the end when you press a button, I guess, maybe the trigger. It's not actually a gun, but a knife pops out. And, uh, and that uh, could have been frightening. That huh? could have been a lot worse because the knife was real. 
I, was, I imagine was, he never got it out of his pocket. Was he holding it in his hand? I don't think he was. Was he? Or when he when he tackled? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The the only video I saw is what TMZ had, and it was shot from a distance in the crowd. Right. So I I, I don't know exactly if he had if he had it out. They just found it on him. I will but, talk uh, more about the story and update you in the five o'clock hour. It was in 2019 when a Delaware computer repairman by the name of John Paul McIsaac was left a laptop. Apparently it was dropped off at his repair shop. Nobody ever came to get it. He eventually took a look and found out it looks like it's Hunter Biden's laptop, the president's son. So <laughs> he turned way. it over to the FBI and then he eventually gave a copy of the hard drive to... Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Don't we all love Rudy? <laughs> Can you re you realize just what a disaster Hunter Biden is? Like the, yeah. the the guy was living the guy was living in a in a homeless tent out here in L.A. for a while. He was he was on Skid Row. Yeah, and 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 you've seen Severe the videos addiction. of him smoking crack, and he actually brings a laptop filled with all these dirty secrets of dirty financial deals involving his father and just leaves it and forgets about it. Wow. What? We're still waiting to see if a grand jury indicts him on some sort of tax case. What a knucklehead. Involving his business dealings. Uh, but the story today with Mr. McIsaac, who um, I was looking at pictures of him. He's got quite a collection of berets he wears. But a man wears a beret. <laughs> yeah, I got questions. Well, I, just, I do. I, it's you a know, French I'm, thing. I'm judgmental that way. Right. Deborah, don't you judge a guy wearing a beret, don't you? Well, if I'm in Paris, no. Oh. You don't see berets very often. Yeah, but what if you're in Delaware? <laughs> Guy's wearing a beret. It I, depends on the rest of the outfit. I I'd see. have to see the whole thing. If it matches, yeah. Yes. Well, he's come out fighting a defamation lawsuit against Adam Schiff, the stiff from Burbank, the Democratic congressman. CNN, Politico, The Daily Beast. He wants damages because he said that when they were claiming that he was spreading Russian disinformation, he was subject to some pretty rude attacks. Uh, people, oh, listen to this, Deborah Mark, they threw vegetables at his uh, shop. Really? Yeah, see, vegetables. Yeah, feces, too, it says. Vegetables are used as a weapon. That's a waste. <laughs> well, that's. Good vegetables. Did you ever see that story that apparently Trump was. <laughs> paranoid about being hit with a tomato on stage he no i didn't know that he really had a fear yeah of he's a, apparently a fear of getting hit with a tomato of all things a tomato uh Here he says yes uh, eggs vegetables and even dog feces was hurled at his door following this allegation particularly the cnn report you know something some sort of russian disinformation how, campaign how, and he wants uh, the liars to pay up how much garbage does adam schiff get away with spreading. I mean, I still see him interviewed constantly, all the time. Oh, you do? As, I don't as, see much of as, him anymore as if since he's, Trump left. I know, but still, he's he's one of the top Democratic uh, spokesmen. And I'm thinking, not only he pushed the fake, you know, Russian dossier about Trump, he also pushed the fake story that the laptop was, was Russian disinformation. So these were two huge, gigantic lies that he knowingly pushed. Yeah, and so he still goes on TV, and people want to hear what he has to say. What is that about? I'm just, I'm just baffled. It's like nothing matters. You could be the biggest clown in in, uh, in the history of clowns, and yeah, it's like, oh, our guest today is Adam Schiff. It's like, why? Uh, the 
claim in the lawsuit is that he lost friendships, he lost his business, he lost his honorable standing in his community. So he's asking for reparations. That's what he wants from uh, these entities that he has sued. There was collusion led by 51 former pillars in the intelligence community and backed by words and action of a politically motivated Department of Justice and the FBI. I want this lawsuit to reveal the collusion and, more importantly, who gave the marching orders. That's another thing. 51 intelligence officers all signed this letter claiming it was very possibly Russian disinformation. Look at all the people in public life who just willingly lie. Depending Do you think whatever. they even examined the contents no, of the they, laptop or the hard drive or they anything? Didn't. No, they didn't. They they just they're, they're politically motivated. These these are political partisans. Uh, this this is what the deep state is. Do you know there was 154,000 emails on it? More than 2,000 photos, 103,000 text messages in that uh, in that that laptop Jeez. of. Uh, of Hunter Biden. So, yeah. You know why it, people didn't want to believe it? Because it just seemed too ridiculous to be true. Oh, who would do that? How about, who would leave a, a hard drive, a, a computer with all of their business information well, and secrets on it at a repair shop for more than a year? Well, how about just wait until uh, somebody goes through it? Uh, where do you where do you get all oh, it's Russian disinformation? Well, I know where you get it. It's it's you're uh, you're just a partisan hack. And the, the media willingly went along with it because. They wanted Trump out. I, wow. I just cannot believe the level, the, ex, the level of extreme dishonesty that goes on every day. And then the next day, everyone wakes up as if it's not still happening. I mean, they, they do this all day, every day. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they are using these documents in this federal investigation. Good. Suspected well, tax fraud, money well. laundering, and foreign lobbying violations by Hunter Biden. Good. I, well, I hope... Wouldn't uh, that be a nice bombshell coming up soon if he yeah. gets indicted? I, ho- I hope this uh, repairman uh, wins his lawsuit and, get, get, and bankrupts Adam Schiff. He can buy a lot more berets. <laughs> got very colorful ones we can add to the collection of... I don't know. All right, we got more coming. I, I don't have a beret. Uh, John and Ken show. I'd Catholic. love to see you in a beret. You'd love yeah. to see me in a beret. Well, you, you know, gave him what a shower cap. I Is that did. What you did? You gave me. Show- yeah, maybe you could upgrade from the shower cap this beret. year. Okay. A, a leopard beret. Okay. A leopard beret. I'll get on that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Next year you're going to bring in a leopard nighty for me. Uh, <laughs> oh god, that visual. Uh, John and Ken. All right. Well, obviously, for some time we have watched the homeless problem in Southern California escalate, particularly in the city of L.A. And the crowd that we're in opposition to has always been this stupid, led by people like Mike Bonin, the El Segundo Times. We just need to get them into more shelters and homes. Well, the Times did a story today based on research from the Rand Corporation, not exactly a right-wing think tank, that, what do you know, only a third of the homeless people they surveyed want to go to a group shelter. They don't want to go. So we're left with, are we going to build them all apartments? Are we going to put them in hotels? Now, hotels are tricky because we found out in San Francisco, they demolished the hotels that people, that the San Francisco homing, housing people put them in. And uh, they created uh, drug beds. There were fires and fights and feces. It was horrible. The Chronicle did a in-depth story on the, hotel program well that that's not in san a, francisco that's that's not a workable option i mean the, the good thing about this era is they they have tried all their crazy stupid ideas 
None of them work. None of them. In fact, most of them are out and out disasters. Because it's not about housing first. But we cannot get this crowd out of the way. We don't have any chance to solve this homeless problem in L.A. until we Uh, get this crowd out of the way with their nonsense about housing first. That is not the answer. It's addiction first, mental illness first. That's right. the problem. This is, this is why people have to vote And now we're like, oh, we surveyed them and they want their privacy. So now what yeah. are we going to do? We I, can't put them in congregate shelters. I'm, That's I'm, not going to work. Do you, well, do you realize there is no, there's no way to solve this to please activists? It's impossible. Which oh, is, correct. Which, which right. is, they have to be shut down and ignored. Which is, you know, by design. And no politician will do that. No, they want to, well, they want to stay in business. The activists want to stay in business. All right. It's like nobody is a guy who runs a donut shop, doesn't want donuts outlawed. Right. If he can't sell donuts, how is he going to make money? Well, homeless advocates don't want the homeless to disappear. How are they going to make the money? If you look at them like a retail shop selling something, right, selling sandwiches, selling bagels, selling donuts. That's what they're doing here. So this is what they're selling. And, and they're exploiting the homeless people. And I realize that, that most people just don't pay attention to anything that's going on. They don't pay attention, you know, to who's running the uh, justice system. Uh, and they don't pay attention to who's the city councilman. They don't pay attention to who the mayor is. They don't know what these guys have done for the last nine years. See, it used to be they were, you know, moderately corrupt, but they had relatively moderate politics. And we could all live with that. Okay, you're all going to take a cut. You're all corrupt. But at least you're going to keep the city running normally, right? Businesses will be able to thrive. Kids can go to school. We can drive on the roads. And then all of a sudden, last, you know, eight, ten years, progressive insanity took over. But people didn't catch on to that. It went years and years. They weren't paying attention until the progressives became embedded in government. They are the government. And now we're looking around. It's like, oh, my God, when the hell did this happen? I didn't know. That's the thing. I didn't know what I voted for on that proposition. I didn't know who I was voting for, for district attorney or attorney general. I didn't know who the councilman was. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, all right. Now you know. There it is. Right in front of you. Yeah, but you know what? I've listened to too many years of that. By now, they should know. We put up with these politicians and these policies for more than 10 years now. You don't know what you're voting for? You out of your mind? That excuse is off the table. Do you see see what the turnout is? Oh, it's it's pathetic. Right. It did. That's right. Last time Garcetti got elected, it was incredibly pathetic. Right. Low. And, and, and he got, uh, I think, 80% of the vote. Same thing with all those city council buffoons. And this is the people that determine how the money's spent. Yeah. So the theme of this article is like, well, these mayoral candidates are all talking about beds. Where are these beds going to be? And if they're in congregate shelters, two-thirds of the homeless won't go. So now what do we do? I say too bad. That's where enforcement comes in. Because if you're not going to go into that congregate shelter, you're not going to stay here planted in the park. Out. You got to you got to get out of off the make sidewalk. your way to the desert, as John likes to say. I don't care where you go, but you're out of that, my city. That's no joke either. Uh, you you have to get off the sidewalk, out of the park, out of the street, and this city doesn't put up with this anymore. Nobody out. owes you an apartment building and a four hundred, six hundred thousand dollar apartment. With, uh, what, a gym and uh, therapists? You're not getting that. Can't afford it? Not going to happen. So there's your choice. Take the shelters and get back on your feet 
and get your life together and get your own place or move on. That's it. That's my solution to the homeless. Simple. I don't want to hear about, I don't have enough privacy. I don't like curfews. Uh, the other people there are crazy too. Well, look, well, but I mean, you really feel like you're private when you're on a tent on the sidewalk? That's privacy? I guess because it's closed in. Yeah, but the flaps closed. Only, you're not. Here's this. Only 30% would accept recovery or sober living housing. Yeah, that's another problem. Right. And and most of them are addicted to drugs and alcohol. That's and why we hit a most, wall with this homeless problem. I know. We just got to give these people the heave-ho. <laughs> they got to be told that's it. All right? You've been given a chance. You don't want congregate shelters. You don't want the rehab. Out. Do you, do you see this ever publicly discussed in any rational way? Never. It's never written about in any rational way. No, even this I, time story kind of fiddles around, well, now what are we going to do? Because they don't want to live well, in congregate shelters. They, well, you know well we can build them tiny homes. You know, we've had this country for you know 250 years. At this point, we've, we've come across every one of these issues over and over again. Many of them cycle from generation to generation. There is no magic to this. You you have to simply ban this kind of behavior. You that you, you can't you you have you have to leave, and that's what the cops are for. The cops are armed, and they will say you must leave now. And if you're if you don't leave, we are going to handcuff you, put you in the back of the car, and we're going to take you uh, over the city border, right. and let the next city deal with the problem. Which is what a lot of cities I, already do. That's and what it's the other cities done quietly but effectively. They did. That's what they do to L.A. They what take Beverly their, Hills does. Sure. Move on. <clears throat> and there, there, is, there is nothing else you can do. It's, it's like uh, the criminals running around. You have to put them in prison and keep them there. There is nothing else to do. We've tried everything. All right? This has been progressive utopia now for this entire decade. You look around. Nothing's worked. All their ideas were fantasies. They were stupid. They lacked any intelligence. They, they, they were not executed well. Uh, and even the ones that were executed were, were failures. So they're failures. It means you can't do it anymore. You, you go back to the way that worked. Yes, uh, this is the way the times, oh, they're going back to the past. Yes, we're going back to the past. They're doing it the old way. Yes, we're doing it the old way, the way that worked. We had it down. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we had it down. We knew what to do. We didn't have these problems. All right, we got uh, more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. Oh, what else is coming up? And this is going to take us back to 2020. Remember all the mask deals that Newsom and oh, others around yes. California were? Oh, yeah. this is a great story. This one involves the controller. The controller was heavily involved in one of these potentially fake mask deals. It could have fleeced our taxpayers or us. We're the taxpayers. Uh, we'll tell you who it is and what the story is behind it. Coming up in the big five o'clock hour. Well, we pause because does anyone know what's coming? What? It's an animal story. Oh, oh, is it? Is it? Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. <laughs> she probably knows, but it's not a good one, Deborah Mark. Now we, we, I mean, we were talking about uh, ducks getting shot, yes. right, in Orange County to park. Oh, yeah, in Costa Mesa. I'm what still was that? By that what story. else were they were getting shot? Um, not just ducks. Getting shot? No, there were there were two kinds of. Well, anyway, this is about uh, this is about dead flamingos. Oh, yeah, you know, there's been, a, there's been a fox problem in Washington, D.C. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago that a congressman from California got bit by a fox on the Senate building grounds. I don't know what's going on with the foxes in D.C., although you could probably write a joke in there. But one of them gnawed his way through a mesh fence at Smithsonian's National Zoo. 
and tore into the flamingos. He killed 25 flamingos. 25? Mm, he, yes. was, he was hungry. <laughs> well, he was hungry. That's why they do it. They called it a determined fox. It was, <laughs> uh, it was a wild fox. And somehow, I guess it saw the flamingos in there. They think it might have even been a female protecting its kits. There's that word again, kits. Well, the flamingos were, were... probably getting food for its kits. But the flamingos weren't threatening the fox. No, maybe it wanted food is what they're thinking. Oh, but 25? I, I mean, that's a pig. That is a massacre. Well, you never know when you're going to get another shot. you got to bring I... a lot of food back for weeks. <laughs> It was a softball-sized hole in the metal mesh surrounding the bird's outdoor yard. They check it twice a day. So Sunday afternoon at 2.30, they checked it. Nobody checked again. Monday morning, the curator comes in and there's all the dead flamingos. There's feathers flying everywhere. So when Also it... killed one duck. Poor ducks. They're also... Wow. So this was like, an, I guess, an overnight attack, huh? They think so. Right? Yeah, because uh, the curator uh, showed up... Uh... On Monday morning. Yep. And she and... saw the fox leaving the scene of the crime, the scene oh. of the massacre. Oh, no. Yeah. They, so they haven't caught the fox yet and killed it? Uh, no. Well, they don't need to kill the fox. Oh, listen. I what? mean, this was no, an animal instinct. You get the death penalty for killing another living being. Is, but but you these, know how these are animals. What's wrong with you? These are animals. Boy, you getting soft. Those flamingos no, are so pretty. They are, and they can't defend themselves. But so, the, the fox doesn't know better. Yeah, but if the fox does this and has the tendency to do this, it's going to do it again somewhere else. Well, let's take can... the fox elsewhere where he can't or she. Yeah. Probably... I don't think we need to euthanize the fox, though, is what I'm saying. Kill them all. Wow. Kill there's no all. Li there's no limit to the n number of flamingos uh, that he I can kill. Flamingos, I find them weird looking. Oh, I like they're them. They're beautiful. You both do those yeah. long, oh, skinny, yeah. weird legs? Uh, yeah, there used to all be... those uh, feathers? There, there, there is I a, was uh, creeped out. My neighbors had those stupid plastic flamingos on the oh, lawn. I'm yeah. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, the plastic ones, yeah, it just look kind of stupid. stupid. Yeah, but uh, no, there's a there's a uh, uh, a jungle gardens in Sarasota that we always used to go when the kids were small. Yeah, uh, where my uh, in laws lived, and uh, they had about forty flamingos there, and we would oh. feed the flamingos and just walk among them. Some of them were aggressive though; they'd come after you with their heads bopping. Yeah. And they, they would poke at you with their beaks, bite well, you. They're going to have to really rethink this because they're saying that the barrier they used was inspected and used by other accredited zoos across the country. Yeah. But this fox just <laughs> chewed right through it. <laughs> well, did they test it with a real live fox? I don't no. know. Um, That's what you have to do. Oh, and Deborah Flamingos can live for 40 to 60 years. Oh, wow. Oh, the zoo still has 49 that. left, but we, uh, we saw 25. In Sarasota, we saw the same flamingos over a 20-year period. We How do you go, know? Because they were numbered. You called and, them by name? Or? And one, of them, one of them had half a beak. Here, Cobelt. Here, Cobelt. <laughs> no, the, some of them. Well, we, we named some of them. Uh, I thought you would. It's probably based on some physical characteristic. Well, one of them was called. Oh, there's one-legged. Well, well, kind of. One of them was called half-beak. It can't be good being a one-legged flamingo. Because he had... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be tough hopping around. It's <laughs> like, so get up. What are you doing? Uh, no, Half-Beak was one of them. Half See, I knew it. So physical... we, we came back every year. Oh, there's Half-Beak. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Renowned for their bright pink plumage mm. and elegant one-legged stance. Yeah, they do stand on one leg a lot, actually. Uh, 
the zoo still has 49 left. They're not considered endangered, but they're pretty rare in the country. Are they? Because I used to see them in Florida too. Is that where they often were? Originally? They're, yeah, they're. I, I don't know. I don't know the history of the flamingo. I all didn't right. realize they were rare, I guess, because I saw them all the time at this Florida zoo. So so now they're not sure what they're going to do about the foxes, but they're getting around D.C. like crazy, huh? They're biting congressmen. They're killing flamingos. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind a, a group of rabid foxes going crazy inside Congress. All right. When we come, I wonder what flamingo meat tastes like. Oh, gross. You don't know it's gross? No. It, it could be. No. They're, they're kind of hefty around the middle there, I mean, right? They have like I don't a know. Belly. There's so many feathers. I, I, I don't know what's under there. Flamingo beak? Ew. <laughs> All right. I'm just, just, just entertained, John. He's entertained. Steve, Steve Gregory yeah, I'm, I'm has some, some more information on the gun that apparently the man who jumped on stage and tackled comedian Dave Chappelle had with him. It's a replica with a knife attached, a knife blade. We'll talk about it coming up. John and Ken Show, Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.